2: Hello everybody, Friday night seven o'clock it is the Long Run live stream and podcast. Welcome along to the Long Run brought to you by 40 Runs Running Club. I'm Ian Wilkerson. This is the place for news, views and tips for the everyday runner and hopefully we'll have a few laughs along the way as well. And today we are talking about speed and what you can do to smash those all-important PBs. And we've got a special guest to help us along with that, a bloke who's a bit of a speed rat. He knows his way around the 10K as he showed at the winter run by tearing it up and beating everybody. He was finished before I'd even started. It's Mr. Ben <laughs> Felton.
3: Thanks everyone for <laughs> like turning up, mate. Good evening, guys. How you all doing? Yeah, Good. we're all right.
2: Well, I, no, you speak for myself. I'm all right. I don't know about the other boys, uh, but we've got the old gang back. What a massive, together! Massive. Thanks, I must say, first of all, thanks very much to Eddie George for helping mm. us out for the last few weeks when Al's not been available. But Big Mr. Barry's back, it's lovely to look. see him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: ready, look, he's
3: ready.
4: We yeah. missed him,
2: don't oh, we? We missed Al. I we
4: mean, have, I've, we, we have, because, nice have,
2: mainly because. I had to do the questions and try yeah, and keep up with what sort of time. stuff. You know, and like every well-oiled machine, he makes it look so easy mm, that when you actually absolutely. do it yourself, you get in all sorts of trouble, don't you, Toby? You're a bit like the standing producer last week.
4: I think I've done a good job. Be fair, you was lucky that that actually, we got it off the ground. And also, in the edit, I managed to cut some of it out. So people who've listened to it now as a podcast which, by the way, you can get on all your podcast providers if you missed any of the mm. whatever episode. All the best on. ones. Yeah, the yeah, ones I, well, probably. yeah, there's some the real bad ones in there. But no, I managed to cut some of my really bad producing skills out of it. So mm. it didn't actually sound that bad. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad as it was. Yeah, so was sorry right. if
2: you thought you'd let <laughs> it accompany you with your long run last Sunday and then you yeah, played it and it, it was only 28 minutes because all the pauses <laughs> were, um, <laughs> yeah, had to be filled <laughs> in and we had to cut it all. Yeah, it so was... we can only apologize for that. Mm, and uh, sorry yeah, about just that. send your, um, send your, uh, send your complaints to longrunshow at com along We've with all your cut. email inquiries, all your questions and stuff. You send us to them during the week and then. Chris can forget about him for six weeks and yeah. then bring him up a little bit yeah. later on. So um, Yeah,
4: five minutes before the show, uh, have a quick look at him. and then go Toby's back there. from
2: Lanzarote. And, and he's lost tan. his tan. No, he's, he I is. think he's lost his tan.
4: Is,
2: but... I don't yeah. know,
4: it, it wasn't really a tan, it was more of a burn, <laughs> When <wasn't> it, <Toby>? A <laughs> bit pink,
2: wasn't he? Tomorrow. Yeah, he was, like
4: a, he was a bit of a lobster, weren't you, Toby? Yeah. <laughs> Al's looking really brown. If you look at our Right. Been, Al looked real. I saw him Thursday, and he looked He looked like a bit of a tanned Adonis. I,
1: yeah, I just want to quash some rumours about my absence before we get going. Oh, I no. I categor, categorically deny I was mm. not working as a bingo caller on the Cyber holidays cruise shift for a month.
2: <laughs> oh, you'd have been brilliant.
1: That wasn't the case. Al, actually, I'll be fair. I think you'd be good yeah, thanks. Very thanks. They made me an Another offer, I had work beyond day. nine o'clock, and it was just way past my bedtime, so I turned right. down. <laughs> Oh my now, life. in all
2: seriousness, Al, mm. you know, like we don't usually like to talk to you but seriously, but in all seriousness, um, you had a bit of a fall at the weekend, didn't you? Um, uh, it I don't want to take one. it, Mick. I mean, I just wondered what happened and how you're feeling, because I'm sure there's a lot of love for you out there on uh, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, Twitter,
1: yeah. Well, I ended up, well, first of all, I was running the um, Kingston Half Marathon, um, and it's the first race I've ended up in the Medic's tent, um, unfortunately, oh, yeah. at mile six, I'd had, a, I'd had a prior at about mile three going down, and then at mile six, I went for it fully and uh, uh, smashed my face up, smashed my knee up. On a serious note, my glasses probably saved me from a serious injury. I kind so of just you came off.
2: What happened?
1: Well, so the, the Kingston half, if you've not run it, it's, it's a funny old course because you're running down the Thames pathway, lovely, you're running through Bushy Park, lovely, and then you're running along the A10077 or whatever with all the buses, and there was like 5,000 runners on a very narrow footpath. So inevitably, you know, um, there's a little bit of dodging and weaving, and I dodged and weaved once too many, and come a cropper and absolutely stacked it. Um, yeah, and uh, finished bloodstream. The, the funny thing was, the medic said to me when I got into the, the tent, he said, uh, "How long ago did this happen?" I said about an hour ago, it was at mile six, and I carried on running all the way to. There. I wasn't,
2: wasn't giving <laughs> he up. He wanted to blink.
1: He wanted the bling. Yeah, what, absolutely. you
2: know, no ill effects or anything. You just a bit sore. I didn't think you um, might have been jumping around doing one of your jumps and went for. A no, that's no. the
1: irony. I'd done that a little bit earlier on. Uh, uh, I've got that. Got, got that done at the start. You got a picture, done. <laughs> yes, um, but no, it was, uh, it was a lesson learned. Pay attention. Um, the irony was I'd been saying to wing, uh, who I'd been running with that. Uh, normally I run in the roads cause it's safer than mm. all these broken paving stones and tree roots. And then mm-hmm. literally within 30 seconds of that conversation, I'm flat out smashed up and in a pool of blood. But, uh, yeah, thankfully just a little bit of whiplash still. It's causing mm-hmm. a little bit of soreness, but, uh, the grazes will go. Oh, and it's I'm glad you're me. on the
2: men, mate. Just before while we're on the sort of injury subject, I just wanted to have a shout out to Monica, the osteopath, who um, yeah. was due to do uh, landmarks last week, but now she won't do. it. She had a um, skiing. She accident. had a bit of a whammo on the slopes on a skiing holiday week before last. We I was going to give her a shout last week, but I forgot. So yeah, big shout out, wishing her All the best. Big yeah. friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Big friend of the community. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, wishing Monica all the best as well. And just before. Um, we get going. Um, brilliant post on uh, Facebook this week from Adrian Tron, who is currently, I believe, on his way to the Sahara to do Marathon de Sable this Ooh. week. Good luck, 156 bro. 156 miles Good luck. across the world's biggest desert. Good job. Good job it's not the Gobi Desert, really, because Beans as we're number one in Mongolia, he'd probably it, bump no into doubt- a few long run.
4: Yeah, he would bump into one of our probably two or three listeners out in Mongolia. Um, mm. That are probably listening to it while they're, you know, riding around on their horses or whatever mm. they do. So, and by the way, big news. I just, t- I told the boys before we come on here, but it is big breaking news. Uh, we are now the largest running podcast in Sri Lanka. So, big shout out to all our Sri Lankan listeners. Uh, we all hope our you're Lankan well. Friends. Um, and yeah, so that's good news as well. We're, mm. we're the global takeover is, is carrying on. I think after this week with Ben being on, you know, that we're probably going to be going to even new. Uh, continents, markets, and, and other countries. It's just, it's yeah. continuing. The phenomenon continues to roll out across the world. It's in, it's incredible, really. Which so, is, yeah, is- I'd like to
2: wish Adrian, I'm sure, speak on behalf of everybody, wish Adrian mm. all the best in his mammoth task to mm. get across that this week. Um, I've had a text sh- chat with him, and um, hopefully, we're going to get him on in the next couple of weeks and we come back and tell us all about it. So, that's something to look forward to. And next week, I know it's uh, Manchester Manfred next week, but it's also London Landmarks. And Reading half. And Reading half. Reading. Yeah, Ben's turning it up at Reading next week. Bling Late entry to that
3: one today, actually. So, oh, really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what was you just like
4: bowling about the house? I thought, oh, I know. I'll go and win that.
3: Haven't done. Haven't done a race in a few weeks. So I thought, oh, better get <laughs> one booked in quickly before the before the marathon comes around. Um, <laughs> right, when well, is well, your <laughs> marathon? Um, it's in on May the fifteenth. Oh, so you got? Yeah, you got a little while. When do yeah. you taper for that? Uh, I'm going to do two, two or three week taper. So the Reading half will be the last sort of big effort before I start thinking about getting ready for that one.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah. We're right in the thick of the rage season now, aren't we? Did you ever, have you ever fancied doing, I know,
4: I mean, we're we're getting well ahead of ourselves took, but like, have you ever fancied doing like Manchester or anything like that? I know. Yeah, um,
3: definitely. I'd, I'd love to have done, done Manchester this year, actually. Um, but the way some other races have, have panned yeah. out, it just wasn't possible this year. But I definitely think in the next few years, that's definitely one on the on the bucket list, mm. um, especially because London is is so difficult to get into. Yeah. Um, yeah, Manchester seems like a good alternative. But Ben, it sounds funny, but
4: like, <laughs> I don't good for age. I mean, does, for you, does that not, would you not just like, what go round backwards and still get good for age <laughs> or like...
3: Uh, not quite i actually haven't got a good for good for age time for the london marathon i think you need a 112 need? for half marathon or 240 right. for the marathon so yeah I'll, I'll be trying to get that this year so that i can okay. get and a, then
4: you can go and go in yeah, cuz yeah, andy's got one isn't he for of Dean, andy yeah big yeah. shout out to andy big fan of the channel um but he's got one isn't he for october right i
3: believe so yeah he, he messaged me today saying he's he's getting ready for his his longer effort so mm. yeah be good to see how he gets on yeah, I think he's going to tear it up. But, yeah, I, I didn't know how
4: it all – because we we had Tim um, Groson, who does all the, the rankings. And yeah, what was yeah. it called, that thing he was telling us about, uh, that he does the t- the other ranking he uh, does?
3: Power of 10. Power of 10, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. Uh, and stuff that, like, the, I, well I didn't realise he was the mastermind behind all that. I look oh, at that all the time. It's yeah. Awesome. He's, yeah,
4: yeah proper, proper. He's really a super interesting light. But I think you need to clear your head of everything – before yeah. you go, because he just literally fill your head with information. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: After about five minutes, I was I'd I'd lost where we was. Um. But that's it's, yeah. It's just he's just insane amount of knowledge. It's great though. It's good fun. Really yeah, good definitely. fun. Oh, yeah, he's listening. Hello, Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> you're all right. Thanks for coming, now, Tim. What you need to do is fill it this weekend. Whatever Ben runs, just fill it so he gets in good for us. No, don't do that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, Tim. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't
3: Hopefully, do with the, the half marathon. I should be able to get the good for age time. It's an hour and twelve minutes, I think, for my for my age category, and I'm, I'm aiming for sub seventy. So, hopefully, unless something goes wrong, I, I should be getting that at the at the at the weekend. Wow! Oh, fingers, crossed,
4: bro. Well, we'll, fingers crossed, bruv.
3: Uh, fingers crossed. As a massive fanboy,
4: as you know, when I nearly <laughs> wet myself when I saw you at the winter ten k, um, I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on your on your scores yeah, no, and stats this weekend, hundred percent. And then obviously the vlog will be out for that. Are you going to do that? Because this is the thing when you're running at that speed I know we we showed it the other day with the little GoPro the the little Insta it's yeah. a bit easier but uh, if you're going for a time will yeah. you film that or will you get someone to film it for you
3: um I'll f- I'll film like the start and the end but then the majority I'll try and get other people to Pick film up, it. yeah, um, yeah with like my sort of more competitive cross country races and stuff I've been doing recently I've I've just either strapped the camera to the front of my cap and just mm. pressed it and forgot about it or mm. I've just I've just said no. I'm not going to film. I'm just gonna, yeah, go for it because it, it definitely does slow you down a little bit. Um, mm. Obviously, you'll know from from when you choose to film a race and when you when you don't. It does make quite a big difference. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, does, just, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You're right. It's almost just part of of what we do, isn't it? So, so mm. most of the time, you just get used to it um, and do a lot of training with with a camera as well. Not as in like I'd going around and practice holding mm. the camera for my reps, but
2: um, mm. Before we get into yes. the serious business, Ben, I'll have to ask you have you ever done a training run and uh, finished at a fish and chip shop? I can't say like how we did no. on Tuesday. Have you That's seen how have you idea. seen
4: how
3: lean he is? Does he look like he <laughs> he ends up <laughs> like we shop. do? I, I huh? quite often stop at a coffee shop halfway on my Sunday long runs. If it's if it's a bit hot, I stop off at the coffee shop.
4: So yeah. Oh that could be a top tip, chaps. Tobe, should yeah. we
3: do that tomorrow? Well obviously it is halfway, not even at the end. You just stop <laughs> for a coffee halfway. Yeah, halfway. Yeah,
4: but- have a little cheeky, little what? Expresso, flat white, I'm flat white, not, and off we go so again. Water, and then off we go. What a machine! <laughs> Boys, we got this. This is this is why we got him on. We got this to learn. This is gonna be an educator
2: tonight, it. Isn't it? we are gonna learn yeah. so much stuff. Yeah. We're all gonna be tearing it up and going to Costa or halfway stage you know, and <laughs> the...
4: Yeah, that's the secret. Yeah, Costa. We well, should get you. We should get you sponsored by maybe because they're probably listening to this. Uh, we should probably get you sponsored. By Costa, big shout out, Costa, let us know. Send an email, something.com for free coffees for me and the boys mm. and Ben. Um, <laughs> that be, um, be great, thank you. Yeah, um, no, not porridge, Tob, We're not having, uh, Ben, yeah, he no. goes in, we smashed the life out of, I go vegan bacon, uh, so I go double bacon, and Tobe gets porridge. I mean, it's not wrong. I um, always have that at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see? Uh, right, we want your question. And thanks, everybody, who's, who's already contributed to tonight and sticking loads of stuff in. I've got no idea what's on. There's loads of stuff. Out um, on top of it, keep them coming. Fill out the thing Toby put in there that I didn't manage to do last week, which is no surprise, really. Um, and we will get to them. Well, uh, whenever Wilco tells us we're allowed to, really. Wilco, do you want to do some bef-
2: now, or yeah, do you this, wanna... yeah, let's cut up a bit. Um, you know, just drop in and um, have a look at some of the questions, see what people have yeah, been. Because here we want
4: to hear about young Ben. What you got, Al?
1: What have we got? We've got um, got Rob Barnett mm-hmm. um, trying to build a low aerobic base and he's having problems with his Garmin because they're just not recognising his efforts. So what advice have we got? And obviously there he's raising the question about what else could he be doing to to complement it in terms of cycling or swimming or other activities to, to help that aerobic base. Okay,
4: well, look, I, we'll go one way and then we'll go the other. Firstly. Ben, in terms of cross training, what do you do?
3: Um, not a lot, to be honest with you. I only sort of do cross training when I'm when I'm injured, really. Um, but in terms of the question, low and low aerobic, I'm not sure mm. what he. I guess he's talking about like really easy runs, like. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think sure.
4: I I take that as building a low uh, Is Al? You probably concur, of uh, building his aerobic base. What is what does he do to pretty much low impact? To build his aerobic base—is that what we? I think we're saying.
1: I think it sounds like he's looking to get into that zone two running, doesn't yeah.
4: it? By the yeah. sounds of it. Yeah. So, in terms of cross training, uh I would I would always recommend swimming. I think it's in terms of building core, it's low impact, it's great aerobic, sorts out your breathing, sorts out also the concentration in terms of, you know, you're in there and you've got nothing else really going on, mm. and it is a good base builder. In terms of your running, yeah, work towards that sort of zone two level where you can build that aerobic base nice and gently, minimal impact. Um, But is the Garmin doesn't recognise a low aerobic. Well, uh, are you using some form of heart rate monitor? Have you got the technology in sync with each other? I mean, that's a question that maybe you could come back with um, in terms of – because sometimes, as we all know, we've said it a million times on here, the watches don't pick it up accurately Um, anyway, so – yeah, maybe my, that's...
3: my advice for sort of the lower aerobic. If mm. is, if he's talking about easy, then just do it. Do it to effort, and and don't worry about what the watch is saying. Because I know with literally everyone's Garmin, I mean, they say you're unproductive or you'll you do you do a, you'll do a <laughs> yeah,
2: race. A, sorry Ben, I'm interrupt I've seen. I was just going to say this. I've seen a lot of people on, um, on the Facebook group, particularly sort of like. Oh, I've done ten miles. You know, I've really tracked it. or I've got a PB, and my Garmin's telling me I'm being unproductive.
3: Yeah, I've, I've no idea what, why it does that. It seems to be a common theme across everyone's watches. So um... I've had an idea. Tobe,
4: we talked to our friend uh, at Garmin. We'll we, we ask her because we had the. Uh, she was brilliant. Uh, she came over to one of the park runs, and she was. Uh, Tobe, she fixed Tobe's watch because I don't know if you've seen it, but he's got a really dodgy watch. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he fi- he fixed that. Um, and, um, sorry, she fixed that. And she also sorted out a few other bits. So I tell you what, we'll take that question and we'll ask her. There we go. And that's then we'll good. come back on that. Cause that's a good shout. Cause she seemed to know everything, which was brilliant. So I'll get, I'll get on that. Right. Al, what else have we got?
1: Right. We have got, um, Big Fletch. He's got his, uh, London landmarks coming up in a couple of weeks time. Mm. And he wants to know, how's he going to conquer those demons that kick in round about three quarter mark.
4: That's a great so it's question. All in the head, isn't it? I think that's for you, Ben. Ben, I've got to be honest with you. When when I saw you at winter, ten k, I mean, it looked like you was just out for a, the daily run, <laughs> but you was like beating everyone massively. But when you get really into those races where you're having to dig deep, yeah, how do you, yeah, how do you keep those demons out, well, or do you get them? Firstly, I'm guessing you do. Yeah, you, yeah, I definitely. Think, I think you're human, yeah. um, just about. But how do you
3: keep those like faults that we all get? How, how do you manage? that because you're going um, so fast yeah so for me it's a number of things um I try to when it when it gets tough I try to remember like why I'm doing it like maybe that's a goal I've got in mind I want to hit a cer- certain time um if it yeah if it's getting really tough sometimes I think back to some some training runs I've done so maybe you did it like a really good long run um and that one really hurt at the time but you got through it um I just try and think of the overall bigger picture um and one thing I've sort of taken on recently is is try to not um think about the pain that's to come so like anticipating the pain just try and stay in the moment um so for example in a 5k race i always get to about three and a half kilometers and it's that's when it really gets gets tough but i try and not worry about the next 1.5 kilometers that are coming that i know are going to be tough i try just to stay stay in the moment focus on the breathing focus on the form um and yeah let let the running take take the turn basically but um yeah that would be my my best advice to, to fight in the demons so we all yes. get them obviously if, yeah. you, if you're pushing it to the max you, that that's what happens unfortunately you just got to find ways to to cope with it
4: yeah stay in the moment
2: i think that's great advice really yeah. it's interesting yeah. isn't it Fordy, that um we've got somebody who's a successful runner and <laughs> just a bit just using yeah but the, using the same sort of motivational yeah. things that you, we would all nah. encourage everybody to use <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a secret formula that no nah. nah.
4: and it doesn't matter if you're doing an, an eight hour marathon right or you're you know you're going for what Ben was saying earlier, you know 240. we're all going through the same things we're all effectively built the same way. we all operate the same way to a degree and it, and it is that, it is that mental aspect and that's why it's super interesting to have someone like Ben on. To, to someone who's at that sharp end and how they deal with it and break it down and, and take and take that on board uh, on, you know, what we're doing, you know, sort of at
2: other paces. Um, I awesome think it encourages people. Yeah, it Encourage me that I'm trying to do the same things that he's doing. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. I saw
3: something the other day that said, like, it, it doesn't get any easier. We just get, we just get a bit faster. And it's the same with sort of, um, my training so i've been doing a lot of threshold training at the moment and over the last maybe six weeks my my threshold so the pace that i can maintain for about an hour has sort of increased um and people say no oh, is it feeling is it feeling a lot easier like to run, can you run faster um and it's not necessarily feeling any easier i'm just i've just got faster at that at that relative mm. effort so the effort is always going to be high you're mm. just going to through training you're just going to get a little bit faster so and,
4: been on, on the threshold runs i i've seen stuff and i've been told stuff by other coaches and stuff like that in terms of going over that 45 minutes really the net effect it sort of diminishes after that 45 minutes but you say you're going up to a sort of what sort of 60 minutes i know it's, again, it's different um, yeah
3: so for me threshold is the pace i can maintain for an hour but in my okay. training i i my threshold sessions are usually around 30 minutes long
4: yeah okay that makes um, sense
3: then. yeah so i i I think forty five minutes would probably be a little bit too much um for me um, mm-hmm. the ideal of of the threshold training is sort of like comfortably hard so if you if you get too close to that hour mark you're you're gonna yeah, have to yeah. start overcooking it basically yeah exactly
4: so, you're fatiguing yourself and you're wrecking yourself and it's yeah you yeah, you're not going to be able to pick it up um you, again yeah quicker uh oh, that's that's yeah that's it oh, what a uh, Fletcher thank you by the way that was a brilliant answer um now uh, what else have we got
1: next question one of our facebook users wants to know about stability shoes oh. um when are they going to produce something that's a bit quick a bit speedy not boring and okay. does anything in the Sockony and endorphin range come well, I know there? where
4: this is going yeah well I, no I, i'm going to be good because i'm going to hammer you later uh Me? i can answer this very quickly because I, I think that we can move on uh the sockany tempest tempest is on its way june july it's a faster stability shoe. It's coming. Just wait for it. It's on its way, and that is a stability, mild stability shoe from Saucony.
2: Um, do we know how much they're going to retail for, mate?
4: Probably three thousand pounds at the current rate. If you, if a <laughs> pair of Asics Gel Nimbus Light threes, one hundred sixty-five quid, then yeah. they'd probably be about three Easy. grand or yeah, a gallon of like, petrol. Yeah, it's just, it's just mad. The <laughs> co- price Yeah, a, for a gallon. Of Unless petrol. you're buying Puma shoes, which are or Reebok. Uh, Reebok apparently uh their shoes. I've got a pair of. I can't remember. They're not. They're downstairs. Float right something. I looked them up today. They're seventy five quid. So we'll see if they're any good. But the pictures Retro. so they're still cheap. So get back to um,
2: Reebok.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. You heard anyway. it here first. Um. Right. What was? What's next? Right. We we got a question for Ben, but I'm just going to bring in Fiona. She's mm. re- mentioned about rowing, and none of us mentioned rowing. And rowing good is shout. a great all over body workout if you do it properly. It's not just all about your arms. But, yeah, another tick for, for rowing there. So mm-hmm. there's a question from Ben coming from Nick Sombrero Harrison. When things are going wrong in mid-race, how do you pull it back?
3: Oh, oh, that's a tough one. I've oh. never had a race go
1: wrong. And you've had to pull it back.
3: Yeah, that's a point. Yeah. Have you ever had one? Yeah, definitely. Um one race comes to mind was my first, um, ultra marathon. So I've, I've never run a marathon, but I did an ultra last year. Um, and I put in a, a good amount of training. I was sort of, I felt ready on the day and yeah, just, everything just went completely wrong. Um, I, I documented it on YouTube, so I'm sure you can probably find it somewhere, but, um, I got to about the 20 kilometer mark and it was a, a 50 kilometer race. Um, and things just, yeah, I had stomach cramps. It was a really hot day. I, I just couldn't get this, this pain in my lower abdomen to go away and every time I started running it would come back um so unfortunately sometimes in in races when things do go wrong you can't always pin them back um so that would that would be my sort of honest advice there um but yeah
4: some days it's just not your day is it I mean yeah and you
3: accept some days you just have to have to accept it and, and go again and that is the beauty of of running and and chasing pbs and and races and stuff is there's always another one that you can mm.
2: pick down the line mm. so so what um, you're saying is you can always try and pull it back next time rather than yeah, worry about it too yeah. much on the day
3: yeah definitely that's probably yeah, once, how i would approach it
2: so yeah, would you think like, obviously, that obviously you know we've talked about your experience when you were at Dorney <laughs> and you had a few issues but you know did you, you know, that's now a long time down the road you let's just
4: Bring Ben You're into nice. this. Ben, have you heard about this? What happened to him at Dorney? I haven't, no. Oh, bless him. So, do you want to tell your side or should we tell him the real story?
3: Well, what's the real story
4: according to you? That so you went out big time and then you woke up in the morning with a dodgy tummy and then basically, Ben, he spent, I would say, the best part of four and a half hours running. Cause have you ever done one of the Dorney races? I
3: haven't, but I, I know the the yeah, Up I've, and down the sides. Well, there's toilets it,
4: yeah. at each end, so all he was doing was running <laughs> from one Portaloo to the other and back again. And he did that for four and a half hours. And at the end, we were so worried about him. The guys at Active Training we were so kind; they sent the drone out to find him. Oh, so we God. and we filmed him coming out of the Portaloo and then coming back through. The, but he still done the marathon in four and a half hours. But he was bagging trouble. It was basically okay.
3: like
2: five k intervals. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it sounds free. like an interval workout.
3: Yeah. A nice little sit down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> every half hour. There was no was coffee,
2: bad. though. No coffee. No, no, no coffee no. stops.
3: No. <laughs> no, just maybe awesome. next time you'll have to you have to get that set up for
2: you. But there yeah, we You, again... you bounce back that from that, Toby. You know, you obviously you, you did. know. Did you just put it down to oh well, it's just one of those things, and cracked on next time?
3: Well, that, that's the so that that did a couple of things for me. One, which was then I went out two weeks later and smashed my half marathon PB. Because I still had some unfinished business at that time of year, so I was like, "I'm going to go and do something."
2: So get that turn of was... phrase, unfinished business. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that spurred me on there. Um, but also now, when if you're in that that marathon or or whatever race it is, and you, you are struggling, is I can think back to that race and go, "I still completed that," and it was yeah, fair
4: play to him. I think, mm. to be honest with you, most people, right, myself included, would have sacked that right off and said, yeah. "You know what, today." It's not my day. I've got the trots. I'm done. But he still bashed out a four and a half hour marathon effectively, as you say, running intervals between the Portaloos, which is incredible, really. Um, so we, even though I don't like to, we give him some credit. Yeah. But that's all you're going to get, boy. <laughs> you're yeah, you're right. stop upset. I didn't tell you about the heated seats on the way home from there. I know. And then home. that's it, ben, right? So I'm, I'm aching like because I'm old compared to Toad, 10, no, nine years at the moment. (laughs) And I get home and I say, you know what? You don't probably because, but my hamstrings were like on fire after Dawny. And I was sitting there, and I got up and he said, why didn't you put the leather seats on just as we, uh, the heated seats just as we pulled into my drive? And I was like, I could have had that for an hour and a half, nice massage on my, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> told me, is just drop me off. Thanks for that. I couldn't get out of the car either. That was on. Did we put that? We did, didn't we? I couldn't get out of the bleeding. There's a video of that somewhere. Yeah, 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 I couldn't get out. But of But was anyway. all right because I had the heat seats on the way home. Yeah, I know, I know, Jack. Anyway, right. So I tell you what would be cool, um, Wilco. I think we need to give the viewers some background on Ben and yeah. a little bit of a little bit of let's tell
2: let's talk let's tell
4: his story. Yeah, let's really? turn the screw a little bit on him, make him you know because he's having too much of a good time. <laughs> St. Paxman, mate. Yeah, it's it's well, not,
2: you know, it's not news night. You're going to give us a bad <laughs> reputation. People go, I feel I ain't going to come on one ear if they think they're going to get a grilling.
4: Well, I don't know.
2: We are big in Sri Lanka. That's all that matters to me at the moment. We're, we'll have to reach out to um, people in Sri Lanka and see what they sort of want and get some yeah. feedback.
4: Yeah. And we could ask them. And the people in Malaysia, where we're still number mm. one. I just put that out there, by the way.
2: Put it out there. Anyway, we'll go over to you. Oh, right. Okay. He's disappearing. But, um, yeah, so, Ben, thanks very much for coming. We've, we've sort of touched upon your running and, and your um, social media exploits as well. Can you just sort of like – we had a chat yesterday and you suggested that you were quite a late developer and coming into the sport and coming into running.
3: Yeah, definitely. So I've only been sort of into the sport for about the last three years, three, four years. Um properly so after university me and my girlfriend moved to Sweden um, and one of the first things I did was I joined a a running club over there just as a way of of meeting new people and and socializing I think that was on like the second night we we moved over there she she got a job over there um, which is why we ended up moving Um, and yeah fell in love with the sport ever since Um, sort of started really enjoying my own training and I started to look at ways of of building my mileage up, getting quicker, doing park runs every week. Um, then I started entering races, and yeah, the, it's just sort of grown from there. Um, then fast forward maybe a couple of years to the first lockdown here in the UK. Um, I'm sure we can all remember we've all sat, sat at home, nothing else to do apart from going for your run if we were allowed. I think this was at the time where we were even only allowed for like allowed out, allowed out for like an hour a day or something like that,
1: yeah, um, something and like I that. just...
3: I just started filming my training, documenting it and thinking, oh, maybe this will this will go down all right on YouTube. I'd already made some sort of um, like vlog style content when I was at uni, but never really got any traction. Um, and as soon as I shifted to making the more running content, the more niche stuff, if you like, it sort of picked up from there. And I've been doing it ever since, really.
2: So do you... Now we've touched upon the fact you've you've already mentioned the sort of times that you're running for these big events and uh, the sort of standard that you're running. You must have had a certain degree of fitness before you actually started running. Did you you know what did you do? Did you run at school? Did you you know did you have you got a a more different general sporting background or how did you you know how did running become your thing?
3: Yeah, so when I was at school, I was always the kid that that did pretty much every sport. I was never really excellent at any of them. I was just sort of like a good baseline, um, like. I played in the football team, the netball team, did a bit of rounders, cricket, cross-country. Um, I'd sort of have a go at everything. Um, and I did have a little bit of a, a period at school where I got into the athletics a bit more. Um, and I remember competing for, I think it was like Northeast Essex or something like that at a cross-country race. Um, and I don't know why, but at the time when I, when I was a kid, this enormous amount of, of pressure like, came over me. Um, and ended up having a, having a terrible race, um, a cross country race it was, and I sort of just fell out of out of love with with the running side of things, and and didn't really touch on it again until until I left u- university. So yeah, some five six years later. So I've always done a lot a lot of sport growing up. Um, I think when I started this sort of running journey, if you like, um, it was with a park run. Um, I think my first park run was around twenty four minutes. Um, so I was never like a, a, a really fast runner from the get-go, but I did have some sort of, of baseline fitness um, there from the other sports, I guess.
2: I mean, it's still remarkable that you've gone from a 24-minute park run to the sort of times that you're knocking out now. Um, what was involved in that transition? How did you go from that stage to um, being what would be classed as sort of like a successful sort of club, club runner to... Yeah a person who wins big 10k events in the middle of London?
3: Yeah. Um, I think it's just a, a case of gradually building it up over, over the years. Um, I've definitely found, I think probably the biggest sort of correlation between my, my faster times, if you like, is, is my weekly mileage. Um, so when I first started running, I was probably doing maybe one or two runs a week. Um, say maybe 20 kilometers of, of running a week when I was running the 22 minute time for, for the 5k. And then just as I gradually built up my mileage over months and and now years, I've I've slowly got quicker and quicker. Um, and obviously learned a lot about how, how to train your, your interval stuff, your Sunday long run, um, all those sort of things that you pick up along the way um, have, have contributed. But yeah, if I had to put it down to something, it would just be the consistency of of building my my weekly mileage up um and now i'm I'm running around hundred miles a week, so yeah one hundred and sixty kilometers, which is wow. a hefty amount um that is so are you are you double running i mean how
4: how does how does ben's week look like uh, yeah, so in terms of getting that sort of mileage
3: in i I do do double runs um just because I personally prefer prefer to do two sort of middle distance runs rather than like lots and lots of long runs, so i'd much rather do like. I don't know, two 10 kilometers instead of just one big 20 kilometer. Um, I've just found through my training, my, my body seems to to recover better from that. And I still get the same sort of cardiovascular benef- benefits, if you like. Um, so, yeah, typical week, I guess, at the moment is I do three hard days a week and four easy. Um, and what I mean by that is on those hard days, I do my sort of interval stuff. Um, so that is on a Tuesday Thursday, and then I do a long run, which I call another hard session on either a Saturday or Sunday.
1: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: And then the rest of the week is, is just easy mileage, so conversational pace. Um, and at the moment in my marathon training block, I've been, I've been doing the double threshold sessions. I don't know if you've heard much about yeah. that. Yeah. From the, from the, Talk us
2: through one of them. It sounds terrific.
3: Yeah, the, so you've got the uh, Britson brothers from, from Norway. <laughs> These are the, f- the first guys that sort of brought it to light. Um, and it's all over Scandinavia now. This is how everyone's training over there. Um, and obviously coming from... Sort of my running background started in Sweden, so I I saw some of this like threshold training over there, and I've I've become quite a big advocate for it now, um, having done it in my own training. But basically, what it means is instead of doing um, a really hard, intense interval session, maybe two or three times a week, um, you break it up into. So, say if you're going to do three interval sessions, you now do six interval sessions, but they're slightly reduced in terms of the intensity. Um, so for example an average Tuesday for me I'll start off in the morning with a three times 10 minutes at my threshold pace which um, for those people who don't know what threshold pace is um, I think we touched on it a minute ago is the pace I can roughly hold for for an hour or um, another way I like to describe it's like seven out of ten on the on the effort level Um, so it's sort of I'm not sure where it where it fits in the zones, but zone three to four. Yeah, you're moving up to be hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, But the idea is you don't want to be pushing it too too hard, otherwise you're not going to be able to to do a session later that evening. Um, So yeah, typical Tuesday: three times ten minutes in the morning, and then I'll do something like four hundred meter repeats on the on the track with my club in the evening. Um, And yeah, that those sort of two easier sessions, if you like, in terms of relative effort, replace a much harder session um and yeah uh, ben out of interest then so if you're doing that in terms of recovery
4: right because this is i think one of the biggest things that we all neglect uh we're going out we're smashing out these sessions i mean you know we're we're doing the best we can but in terms of your recovery if you're doing that sort of mileage Mm -hmm. how how what does your recovery look like is there is there some form of have you got any big like boots that you lay in of a night time are you you, like
3: sleeping in an ice bath how does it look for you (laughs) um yeah so I don't really have like loads of set techniques but what I found is the 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 recovery actually comes from the session itself which sounds a bit stupid um but it basically means if you're if you're pushing the sessions too hard, you're not gonna have time to recover for that second session mm. um so the whole idea of of this sort of this training philosophy, if you like is you you never really go into the well um so you shouldn't really need i don't know more than a day, two days to to recover fully from these sessions mm. um but I do do some things in between in between my workouts, such as um compression tights um I tend to wear those in between my runs. Um, stay off my feet during the day if if I can. Even a 20-minute even a nap
1: can can do wonders. <laughs> um,
4: Al loves a 20-minute nap. Al, you love a 20-minute nap,
1: don't you? Be yeah, fair. you me know, just after this show, just to recall. <laughs> <Just laughs> or, or during. Or during, Al.
4: And the you thing we brought <laughs> in back. Ben, ben <laughs> can I bring, back? Bring yeah,
1: back. Bring so back, I bring it back? Let's bring it back. bring it back. Bring it back. I'm a Hanson runner. I like to go out six or sometimes seven days a week. Yeah. Um, Where do you sit in nutrition? If you're doing like 100 miles a week, how Mm -hmm. how do you fuel for that as well? We've talked a little bit about the recovery, but what about fueling for those distances? Um,
3: Yeah, so obviously you're going to need to eat a lot more than than you would if you weren't (laughs) doing those sort of mileage. We need to up our our
4: mileage. We can eat more. I'm sure we go to the same
3: places as Ben to eat as well. (laughs) Um, I tend to just have like, so my average sort of portion of food would be have a, like a larger portion of, of carbohydrate aspect to it um, because a lot of my training is is the easy miles, so my in order to fuel that you need your your carbohydrates and your sugars and stuff like that um, so uh, I try to yeah make sure i 'm eating a, a good amount of, of, fu- of food try to eat as clean as possible really because um, that definitely does help um, what about supplements and stuff like that i 'm not really a, a huge supplement guy to be honest with you um, yeah, naturally yeah i just i prefer just cook pretty pretty decent what about meals? after your
4: runs because obviously you know you see people smashing their life out of like protein shakes is there any yeah. specific thing that you go for
3: um electrolytes are definitely something i've i've sort of taken into into my training over the last six months um i try to have a an electrolyte tablet straight after pretty much every run to be honest with you mm. um i just help i just find that helps kickstart the the recovery the replace all the salts and stuff that you that you sweat out in the in the run um but i don't take any protein shakes anything like that um i take these little turmeric sachets sachets yeah. um zuki yeah. um which just helps with like it's just an anti-inflammatory basically yeah. an actual anti-inflammatory um but yeah no i don't i'm not really into all the supplement side of things yeah and it just shows
4: you does it? we get talked into it taking this taking that and then you've got Ben, who's like not, not doing anything. it just shows you that, you know, it's all everybody. Everybody's di- what about, I'll tell you what's interesting. What about for this marathon training? Then yeah. you fueling that, how would you, cause like, let's say us everyday runners, you know, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever, depending on your effort level, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where does someone going at your speed and your thing? Where do you sort of go in? Or do you feel, do you not feel? Yeah, it's it's a tough one.
3: Go? Um, so I typically only really race like 5k up to half marathons. Mm. Um, and in those races, I, I typically wouldn't take any fuel at all, really. I'd just make sure I had a good breakfast, maybe if I wanted to have a gel beforehand. Um, but typically in those races, I wouldn't. Um, but obviously with the marathon, it's, it's going to be a completely different, different ball game. I know for a fact that I, need, I won't be able to just run from start to finish, at the sort of pace I want to without mm. um fueling so I have been practicing um with different gels I've, I've tried the um the Morton drink drink yeah, yeah um that I've tried that last week for the first time so I'm, I'm very like new to the whole fueling strategies but I'm finding at the moment um I'm, I'm having a gel every sort of 10 kilometers on my long run um and that mm-hmm. I'm finding that sort of is enough probably could do with we're taking a little bit more, to be honest with you. But, mm. yeah, I do, I do find it difficult to to take on fuel. Um, I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but when you're running as, as fast as you can, basically, it's, it's quite yeah, difficult. Yeah, it's not to...
4: ideal, is it? No. But you, I mean, difficult. that must make a difference. If you, like, you saw it with Kipchovi when he did that sub too. Yeah. They fueled that, like, to the second. Yeah, he knew incredible. exactly when he needed it. Yeah. And that, that would have 100% helped him achieve that time. Mm-hmm. So he was operational at peak performance the whole way. Yeah. So that's going to make a. If you get, <laughs> don't know, I want to worry you or anything, Ben. Yeah. If you get your fueling a little bit wonky, yeah, that no. could make the difference between like a. You say two forty, that could go two forty two or two thirty nine, isn't yeah. it?
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm trying to make sure I practice that mm-hmm. in my in my training because. Um, I think I think when I think back to one of the races, you might have actually been there on the day. Um, it was a half marathon at the Debden Airfield. Um, yeah, I'm, it's called. Was it the Essex Half or something like that? It was. Yeah, yeah
4: I, we, I think we. I think that's when Toby. He he probably came second
3: to you. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I didn't do that well on the day. I didn't. I didn't come anywhere near the top. Um, oh, Joe. But I think well, on not that not day, day I, though,
2: yeah.
3: On the day I decided to try a completely different fueling strategy that I that I'd not done before, and obviously that didn't didn't go down too well. <laughs> you did um, a Toby. Yeah. So my advice for fueling would be just practice it in your yeah. own training. Find out what works for you. Um, some people can stomach gels. Other people can't. Um, yeah. Some people I love Nick. It. I love
4: Nick Harrison's comment. I think this is what I'm going to take out away from today, apart from uh, all the other amazing stuff. But it's fascinating. Maybe daily naps are the future. I- oh, I'm with yeah. you, Nick. I think we should all take more. We should all be more like Alan and take more daily naps. 100%. I think
2: people would advise we should take them between about half past six and quarter yeah. seven on
4: a how oh, does anyone anyway. Friday night?
2: <laughs> I'm going to take the
1: principle anyway. of double threshold training and do the double napping, <laughs> double <Yeah>.
4: napping, <laughs> double napping. We could go double napping. I like that, that Al. We're good. onto something. Then we could add that into our training plan. Double nap.
3: Yeah, you can even put it on Strava as well. Your nap. Yeah,
4: we can, can you? time it. I wonder if I there's a sleep that. function on this Garmin.
3: <laughs> really, it probably is.
4: Right, should we do the um. Should we, Should we really turn it on and give, put him under pressure with the lightning round now I yeah, think really I think what we could do sweat.
2: is if we do the lightning round now with Alan and then afterwards we could perhaps um, it's about we'll about a, get a bit more and get some actual tips that yes. people can yes, you know little little hints and cheats and or whatever
4: that I've, and I've can. got one question, and I've got one question for him. We can leave that towards the end. I've got one. Yeah. It's not. It's not that serious. Don't <laughs> worry. We'll uh, I've ju- I've, ju- I've just got one question, and that. But that's then let me do. So let's do. Should we do the right And type. Do you know how to work the system? Just because I know yeah. last week you told me, and it sort of went a bit wrong. Are you going to be all right? Well, I'm, I'm just fixing what
3: you broke last week. Don't I worry didn't.
4: Fi- I didn't break nothing. Yeah. Sorry, busy,
3: Bye.
1: Welcome back, Ben. Welcome to the Lightning Round. That was a great introduction. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) It it doesn't get any better, don't worry. So I don't (laughs) know if you've seen this or heard this, but uh, we've got a series of quick fire questions for you. I've been away four weeks, so I might have forgotten some of them, so bear with me, but uh, there are no trick ones. You do know all the answers, trust me. So, bucket list race. Um, London Marathon. Pre-race breakfast. Um
3: wetabix coffee um that's pretty much it to be honest we've
1: had wetabix before interesting favorite distance um 10k okay favorite long run fuel we've just been talking about that coffee (laughs) coffee oh for the for the caffeine and the endurance yeah favorite brand of running shoes
3: oh that's a tough one i'd probably go hocker
1: Oh, good. Ketchup or brown sauce?
3: Uh, Ketchup.
1: Summer or winter training?
3: Oof. Going to go winter, actually.
1: Yeah, get the yep. layers on. Road yep. or trail races? Road. One song playlist. Remember, you got this for, well, in your case, only 70 minutes. The rest of us might have it for like two and a bit hours. So one song playlist.
3: Um, Big fan of Mac Miller.
1: Um, So I'd probably listen to one of his songs over and over again. Okay. And I know you're a bit of an Essex boy, so is it End Pier or Clacton Pier? Oh, um, I'd probably go Clacton Pier. It's a little bit closer to, to home. And it's full, of, it's full of the amusements, isn't it? You can spend yeah. your two pences there. Excellent. Definitely. Thank you, Ben. Well done. Toby, roll the titles, please, mate.
4: I just wanna I just wanna let everybody know there's no more Wheaty Picks in any of the stores in Broxbourne. I've just ordered them all. <laughs> because I'm I'm now fueling I basically. I, I just wanna be Ben. What Ben is is Ben's like all the good bits of me. He's like a nice person, runs fast, you know, he does all this really good stuff. And basically I'm like the bad part, but now I'm gonna be trying to oh yeah. be more like Ben. It's gonna be hashtag be like Ben. You so like the angel and
2: the devil on each shoulder Yeah, story. I'm now I wanna know. Want want know how, how, how Ben
4: talks when what? he runs. Um, yeah, Ben, um, do you talk much when you, run? you run? What to myself? No, to any, do you run with anyone? And I can yeah. How can anyone run with Ben? I can't keep up with him.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do. I like a good, good chat on a run. Yeah, definitely. yeah, see, yeah. Because Toby gets a bit upset because I talked to him for four hours. He hates it. Oh no, chew your ear off. Yeah, I'm one of those. i thought. And he puts earphones on. I still talk. You got to what? run faster, Toby. That will slu- that will shut him up.
2: <laughs> we can <laughs> he up. Just Disappear we'll off out tomorrow.
4: Tomorrow. He does it. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> ben, on the training runs, he looks around. You ask, side, me and side were talking about this. We were hammering him the other day because he was away. He does this little glance and he just buggers off. He just, he's gone. <laughs> and in the last three miles, you, four miles, he, he's, you, you don't see him. That's what he, lovely. Is what he is. Nice and blissful, you know. What? Who's it? Right. The so, head, uh, Wilco,
2: did you we say we're going to, get get to just try? To... We just had an interesting question from Bo oh. coming. in. Do you want to just ask that, Al?
1: Um, when I come off mute. Ben, what do you think of teaching your body to be fat-adapted, not taking sugar as your mm. source of fuel? Mm. Ever tried that? I haven't, done. No, No, mm, I, don't, I don't think I have no. either. You know, that's we normally rely no. on sugars as our carbs. But Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, no, that is uh, that is interesting. We'll like we have to find that, out um, a bit more info
1: I've, on it. Yeah, it sounds
4: yeah. like a big step. Yeah,
1: Al, do you I'm want to come sure. back?
4: Or do you want to do a bit of research on that? I'd be interested to
1: know that. Yeah, not, only after i 've had a nap, let me go away and have a nap, yeah first. go
2: and have, yeah. Go, and have, go and have a Take nap easy mate, ease your way back in, but we'll yeah. should we get some tips out of
4: Ben and then i'm going to ask him his question
2: yeah, so ben we've talked about you 've talked about um how you increase your mileage, how that's had a massive effect on your times you've also talked about your fueling and things like that. What other tips can you offer people um to make those little changes perhaps that are just going to get them over that line over that? threshold of the time that they want to get
3: yeah um one that comes to mind is probably one everyone's heard before but it's the the whole easy runs easy hard runs hard um i when i first started running i sort of would go out for five ten k's and they'd all be at the the same sort of pace never never easy and, and never really that that difficult um and i think people, some people refer to it as gray mileage or, or stuff like that it's the in-between stuff um, so one thing I've I've done over the last maybe year or so is is made sure that all the easy runs in my training plans are um, are easy. So that's conversational pace, and I like to sort of keep an eye on my heart rate when I'm doing that sort of running as well. Um, and then, then that then allows you to recover properly in between these harder mm. session days um, when you can really see the benefits of your training. Um,
2: Do you work in miles or kilometres, Ben? and kilometers yeah so how much how much slower would your easy pace be compared to say your 10k pace if you were doing an easy run
3: yeah so my 10k pace is around 310 per kilometer at the moment and my easy run pace is around 430 to 5 minutes a kilometer um so what's that an, a minute and, Fast? a minute and a half
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's sort. i mean obviously you know these are figures that people would yeah, it, many people it, would find difficult to comprehend but it doesn't matter yeah. that sort of difference that yes. sort of ratio yes. would be applicable if you were doing 12 minute miles yeah
4: yeah it doesn't matter it's, it's as you say Wilco, you're right it doesn't it's all applicable like so uh easy run type so, easy run tomorrow for us when we go out start off what pace are we running tomorrow no faster than what 9.45. Yeah, 10. 9.45. Goal pace we're going to be – so then we'll move down to goal pace for the last four or five miles. What, 8.20, 8.25? Yeah, Something like that. Right, so kilometres, yeah. uh, we move down to 5.20 per kilometre for goal pace. We're probably, you know, 5.47, something like that easy.
2: So Yeah, yeah I, I do 7.5 and, and 6.
4: It's Yeah, it's all, it's all relative. Yeah. But it, it just shows you, again, somebody of, you know, a Ben's speed even, you know, it's, it's – again, it's comparable – in terms of you mm. know you can apply it to what you're doing it doesn't matter what speed you're at it makes no difference it's, it's all applicable and that's the great mm. thing about it and that's the amazing thing about running that we can all do it and we can all do it to our own what ability. about ben, what
2: about any sort of key equipment or anything like that people might want to be worth investing in if they to yeah. make a small difference
3: um my my foam foam roller is definitely probably the one piece of kit that i i couldn't go without um definitely think that helps with with recovery i I usually roll after my runs um some people prefer to do it before um but yeah just helps with with tightness recovery that sort of stuff um and maybe a a shoe rotation as well definitely i find helps as well um if you're running in the same shoe every every time Mm um yeah that can so how many pairs do you have i I mean i'd imagine
2: if you're doing cross country i'd imagine you're doing that in a spike aren't you
3: yeah, yeah, in spikes. I've got too many pairs of shoes. But, yeah, I usually rotate between... Even with, say, easy running, I'll, I'll run in three different pairs of of shoes in the week. Um, I just what's find your that go-to Sorry, Ben, what's your go-to daily at the moment in terms of... Um, I'm still with a Hoka Mac 4, actually. Okay. Yeah, That's and uh, have, the Rebel found, V2 from and the Rebel, Have you found the wear yeah. on the Mac 4s? Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they would... They would, yeah, they wear down yeah, they, a lot quicker than they would because, yeah, they, exactly, yeah, they don't have they any. Like they blow really, but um, no, I've got I think over a thousand kilometers in mine, and they're still going all right. Amazing, um, yeah, and the yeah. speeds as well. Socony Endorphin speeds. If I want to go a bit quicker, they're great. Well, they don't really fall into the easy category, but you can run easy in them as well, can't you? But yeah, um, yeah, nice, a nice shoe rotation definitely helps. Did you ever get your gait analysed? Um, I have had it done before yeah um nothing was re- nothing really came of it in terms of oh
4: I just yeah, I just wonder whether because uh, of the speed i guess because your your foot placement's different, i suppose because you're you're more four foot you know you you're, yeah you're op-
3: you're optimal, let's call it
4: yeah, but I just yeah, I wondered if you'd ever, ever the, gone down that right one
3: interesting thing that came out of it actually was more my my arms actually rather than my feet um mm. when i'm when I start to fatigue, my arms seem sort of do this a little bit, yeah, um so I have to be more yeah you lose or, form
4: somewhere you always yeah. lose form somewhere, yeah. and it can be hips uh, arms head can be anything but that's, that's yeah yeah you you so, do see that sometimes. actually you see that and some like you like you, but you see that on the track as well some of the guys they yeah. do tend to to lose their arms a bit it's quite it's quite um an interesting thing to to pick up on
3: who yeah. picks up on that who noticed that uh it was one of my coaches just said yeah. when, I'm, when i'm getting tired, my arms are sort of frailing all over the place, and if I keep them more pumping forward the legs will sort of yeah drive nice. yeah, legs. Legs. Yeah, yeah absolutely
2: um Al, we've got two or three more questions and then we'll get for question
1: yeah we we are getting the questions coming thick and fast um we haven't discussed socks yet ben so uh sand <laughs> wants to know about blister free socks got any recommendations for him mm, unfortunately not i'm not really a big like Sock guy in terms
3: of, I just I just wear whatever's whatever's clean. To be honest with you, wear uh, is
4: clean.
1: We tried, we tried.
3: Yeah. yeah, no, sorry, I don't have. Any have you ever run barefoot Because some of the elites they they do run barefooted. No, they? not barefoot. Not I'm, no, I'm more of a max cushion shoe kind of guy. To be honest with you, can't think of anything worse than, than running barefoot.
1: <laughs> okay, next now. <laughs> well, just before we go, Sange, what I would suggest is uh, go back through some of our other podcasts because yeah. I know we've talked about There's this, millions this. of them and socks before so i don't know which oh, one say, but, but trail the archives yeah sorry um, about that, jason rams um we kind of touched on this a little bit so i may know your answer but uh he's currently using endorphin pro one and he's looking for some shoes to rotate so he seems to have narrowed it down to nova blast Two or hocker mac4 now obviously ben's given a vote for mac4 anyone else want to vote for any of those yeah,
4: I'll go, I'll go Mach 4. i would go. i would go Mac um um. Mine are okay. Mine is still in there. Yeah. Uh, something to complement the pro. Um, I have to be. I've I've been running in the New Balance ten eighty. The new one of them. Uh, oh yeah, this week. I tried those out yeah. They look good. It, it, the, the uppers really thick on them, mm. but they're just they've softened up that fresh foam X a bit. And it and it's I don't know. It just seems a bit. Last year it really cut in a bit, but this year just the whole. I don't. Know, they definitely play with the geometry of the shoe because it, it just feels a lot easier. It's, it's not as cushioned as the 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 foot, more whatever they call it. You know the max yeah. cushioning when they do, but it's yeah. not as sort of low as the as the um, going towards that rebel. It's it's just I don't know. It's just it's just been really enjoyable. Yeah, I, I definitely
3: want to get one, that in for for testing. They've improved the um the heel.
2: Oh, it's
4: as well, so much better. It's like the eight eighty, which one. is yeah, it's so much better. It just feels yeah. like a. Like the version tended, did. Right. That's what it yeah. feels like. And that was a good, good shoe. Um, yeah. Okay. So have we helped, Al? I don't think we have. D- yeah, probably. Are, is, I would say that. The,
1: Mac the, 4, so, uh, the Nova and Blast is available.
4: Sorry, sorry, Al, 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 sorry. Ben, what would you say? I was just going to
3: say one of the big differences <laughs> that I've found between the Nova Blast and the Mac 4 is the, I think, I can't remember the exact drops, but the Nova Blast is quite a, a dramatic drop between heel to toe i think it's like a nine ten mil whereas mac the mac 4 only has a four mil drop yeah so if you're True. if you're someone who prefers more of a less of a drop then the mac 4 would be better suited for you um and I, I know personally that's what suits my foot strike a little bit better um but yeah good it just point. depends yeah
4: yeah no it's a good point check the drop on show sorry I, I didn't mean yeah, to yeah. Uh, thank no,
1: Mark asked a question ages ago about gout uh, and none of us are doctors. So I don't think we're able to, to answer specifically wow. on that. You <laughs> say, so, well, um, yeah. go, on, go since, on. since when, right. Okay. Well, what, what, we've already touched, we've already partly answered. I think, you know, Ben talked about his tumeric being an anti-inflammatory and, and that, you know, gout is that kind of, um, disease. So uh, might be some answers there, but, question is go and go and check it out with your doctor yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the very it. kind of local questions come in from terry lappins want some information about the run festley valley half if uh, watch running. the video
4: watch the video we did uh last year when sabrina admin was going for sub two and toby made a cry so, uh, watch that video because it shows you the terrain that you're running on i would go personally some form of mm, hybrid you want something like a a Pegasus Trail three or a Craft CTM shoe, something with decent outsole. Even, um, even um, actually, where is it? Uh I know they're not here, but the um the Pumas, like with the Puma grip, something like that that's got a bit of meat on on the grip because you you're sort of mainly on that off traily kind of stuff, but it's not enough to wear trail shoes. Would you agree, To? Yeah, I think it's, it's something of a bit of stability as well. I think, Yeah, you are running over; mm. it's quite rocky and. Yeah, oh,
2: so nice. if I go and me uh, Brooks Adrenaline no you're not allowed to wear be Brooks because I'm doing a
4: this band. on Sunday if you go and if you go on the Lee Rally Sellingfest dot com it says Brooks whatever you're wearing a band <laughs> why I why? like because because you're not racing in
2: 1987 <laughs> yeah. if you they're they're not good because they're old they're old because they're good mate I <laughs> no, can't bring that one up every week Which well, it's true you know, if your only <laughs> objection to them is that they're a bit boring, I'm sorry, they I'm are boring.
4: On. All right, I'll tell oh, you, let's you what, the let's, ask a, let's, ask, a let's <laughs> ask a neutral. Let's ask a neutral because he's not paid by them yet. So, Ben, Brooks, yeah. where do you stand on Brooks' Right, I have this problem, that the fact that all their stuff all looks the same as it does as in 1987. The Ghosts, yeah. I, I put the pictures up in the video, they look exactly the same. The current version as they did in version seven. I'm not saying they're a good or bad show. I'm just saying they
3: look the same.
4: What where are you on Brooks? Um and
3: they're
4: not listening, so don't worry about yeah,
3: it. Yeah, I, I personally don't like wear Brooks or haven't I've never tried them. Like you they don't really interest me. They seem a little bit on the boring side hey. of things, to be honest with you. He's um, yeah, I, I was working in a in a running shop the other day actually. Um I started doing some part time work for on running as a tech rep. Um right. but yeah, <sighs> brook shoes just they don't even need to be sold to customers they sort of sell themselves i don't know yeah, they why do. they have such a they're a big market for them um and you like can't the argue one. with the
2: public's opinion man. exactly
3: so have you got the doing cloud doing monster right.
2: ben have you got the Cloud
3: monster? i have yeah you can go and grab it if you want to see it nah. what do you think yeah i really like it it's really yeah. good yeah i think yeah. they're on something finally it's an on shoe that actually has a bit of something behind it. Um, Interesting. Um yeah.
4: The only thing is it. whether it will fall apart in about six weeks because they they have had bad form with stuff. The the one what was it the one the, the other one we all did that they sent us out as well. Uh, the one recently I can't remember which one that uh, was. Cloud Stratus. Cloud Stratus. Now that, in yeah. fairness, the wear and tear on that has been good, but all the other yeah. ones have all worn to pieces in the heel. Yeah. Uh, in the past. So it, yeah, but it does look good. I've seen um, Alex what's his face.
3: Yeah. Uh, I know the guy, the he, Belgium
4: guy. Yeah, he did a review. He put that out um, today. I've not, but I've not seen the Believe in the Run one
3: yet. Um, no,
4: but yeah, they no, all it's, said it's, it's all like said it's a good. max
3: cushion shoe, but it's mm. actually quite responsive as well. Is so it? I've done some. I did a track session in it the other day and wasn't <laughs> and wasn't expecting much, but it it was brilliant. It yeah. al- it almost felt like a the Alpha Fly from from Nike, but much much not much firmer, but a lot more stable. Um, mm. So you can use it for speed stuff as well, so
4: All right, Ben. Have you ever been in a pair of sketches? I haven't, no. Right, okay. That's that's my next goal is to get you in a pair of sketches. i speak to them. <laughs> Big after fan this. of sketches. Yeah, you gotta love, you've got to love the sketches. Move away from Brooks Wilco, and get on to Sketches.
3: Yeah. Sounds good. Look at him, look, okay.
4: look, he, he loves his Brooks. Oh. He's had about a hundred pairs.
3: <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven. I on my seventh pair. That's impressive.
2: Yeah. i've not had my first yet so maybe I should no, just i'm i a, a loyal I'm, well. I'm a loyal sort of bloke you know
3: it,
4: yeah yeah there's another word for it but we won't go <laughs> into <check. laughs> what mean, well we've ticked over an hour our oh, poor food didn't it poor ben it really did well. Wow. but can i ask my question now oh, oh i thought you had no Ah, oh, what I'll, I'll ask the question and, then, oh, and then we'll let ben go and have his dinner right so ben I got hammered the other day, right, by this geezer on YouTube. It, was really, well, it wasn't funny at the time. But yeah. you know what it's like. You always get someone who, who's really clever and they comment about something yeah. um, which I know nothing about. I
3: know and he problem.
4: hammered me about I was in a pair of shoes or something like that. And I apparently said, I know nothing because I've won nothing and all this sort of stuff, right, because I've never won anything and all this sort of stuff. And I went back to him nicely and I said, that's not true because I did yeah. win an egg and spoon race at school. <laughs> and then everybody else jumped on him, and the guy deleted his comment. Yeah, but I've what I want to know is because not being funny, but I know I led the land and landmarks for about two seconds, and I will next week if anybody else is out there listening. If you know what I'm <laughs> talking about, but what is it actually like, right, to cross that line to win to win a race? What's what? What happens to you? Do they Because you go through on your Todd, and then like I saw you after the race, and you was just like but that's you, you but you was just sort of bowling about like nothing what what actually happens after you win a race what what what, what one what does it feel like
3: and then two what happens yeah. do they give you loads of free stuff um at the at the landmarks one, no, what was it called? It was called the Winter Run. He doesn't even. Um, don't even know what it's <laughs> he's won so many. I've won, won so now. many. Yeah, I can't can't keep all keep
4: Winning all these things. No, <laughs> oh, God, um, sorry,
3: mate. yeah, the, obviously crossing the line with the with the tape out is a pretty incredible experience. Yeah. It you see it on the telly all the time, yeah. don't you? So, for that to actually happen in, in real life for yourself is a pretty special special moment. Um, yeah, you just you pick up your medal just like anyone else. Get on get on with your day. It just means you you're finished a bit quicker than most people, so there's a little, little less crowds at the finish line. I guess that's Let's a little keep a backdrop. Yeah, exactly. You can oh, get, it was, you can get going, get it on the train funny. before the crowds come in.
4: We did the video and saw on the way back. We, we uh, saw. I don't know, if was, but he, he was with us that day, and he said, "He said Ben's finished the race. He's been, waited longer because you was, we was, you guys were waiting a long yeah, time for that. did win. Didn't we? You waited longer than you actually ran for." Yeah,
3: probably. <laughs> yeah.
4: He was that, in the pen for, for longer than he actually ran. It
3: wasn't so, but a they warm don't day like, either.
4: They, they don't like just like, you know, they just like literally go, there you go, mate, see you later.
3: Is that? Yeah, what? no special treatment. Oh. And it's funny, isn't it? I wouldn't bother. Nah, nah. It.
2: <laughs> it off, it's mate, That's why
3: you don't win them, yeah?
4: Yeah, yeah no, it's, the only,
2: it's yeah. the only reason. It's the only reason. Yeah. Let someone else have that experience. Yeah. Yeah, let you Well, Ben, I'm sure I speak for everybody to say that it's been an absolutely fascinating oh, hour and talking to you about getting an insight of um to your training and uh we think we wish you all the very best of luck with Copenhagen and any other racing that you're up to. Thank you
3: very before much. Before you come and see that. us again,
2: because we'd love to have you back, I'm sure. I'd love um, to, yeah. I I personally I'd like to say, you know, it's the best thing is like how humble you are about everything and how sort of like you recognise that not everybody runs as no. quick as you do, and, you know, providing tips and advice for people to um, break their own goals that aren't – the best will in the world aren't going to be reaching the heights no. that you are, but still have their own personal goals. And it's been – we're very grateful that you've come on and um, given us advice so that we can all do that. So uh, thanks very much for coming on. Thanks for everybody to chat. And thanks for Toby looking after us and making sure we're a well-oiled machine this week. It didn't do nothing. Yes, he did. <laughs> look, yeah, city, but he's it like the Swan because like it, it went. He's, the he's like the swan that's just gliding on river. But it's Pressing all happening. All the says it's all happening. Al's back. It's lovely to see him back. Chris, nice to see you, mate. Oh
4: yeah, oh, yeah. Watch out. I thought uh, uh, yeah, And I've been uh, a deadly serious. I've... A mad love to Ben. Appreciate you coming on because he's he's massively in demand and rightly so. If you've oh, checking-
2: Before you go, Ben, yeah. I must allow you. Can you just give a plug shout away, out to all rubble. your socials we'll so plug people away. know where they can find yeah.
3: you? Ben, ben is running on, on pretty much everything. So Instagram and YouTube are my main platforms. Even TikTok. Oh, yeah, I, I thought God, I've gone into cool, the world of, of TikTok now. So maybe go over to my, my TikTok and follow me on there. Um, yeah it's yeah. amazing I can't, I can't rec- I don't watch many huge it's it's
4: like Forrest Andy, Dean, Chris here we are Ronnie Kafuzi as well and Ben they're the channels that, that I watch because genuine nice people like you hopefully I mean, not hopefully but you've seen with Ben it's just a genuine I said that to you when I met you genuine nice person there's no bs about it it's just getting on with it you know you, it's just it's just a pleasure to have somebody you who's, yeah, who yeah, you really know, goes that. about
3: their business like, like you. Likewise do so, to you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure coming on. No, we appreciate it. We've loved definitely having definitely you, you a... mate.
2: Thanks very much. Thank, Thank you, you, everybody. Um, obviously, if you cannot make it at 7 o'clock on a Friday to join us live you, on YouTube and Facebook, you can download us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and all your normal podcast providers. Please keep giving us the reviews and the thumbs up and everything because we are smashing it. We're punching above our weight. And it's lovely. Yeah, We I read all the reviews and they're great. It's really nice and very gratifying to see so many people saying such nice things about what we're doing because we really enjoy it. Um, have a great weekend. Take care. If you're doing the Lee Valley Run Fest Half Marathon, I might see you there, hopefully, if oh, I manage ooh. to put my clock forward. Yeah, so don't forget to change your clock forward if you're doing a race on Sunday. There we go. Good advice. So we will see you next week. We'll be talking London Landmarks next week. And good luck to you in whatever race you're doing. Best of luck, Ben, for the rest of the season and the rest of the year. And we shall see you next week. Thanks very much. Toby and then titles.